Good morning, City Church. This is Barry Saunders with a moment of reflection during the season of Advent, a moment to see God's heart for redemption, a moment of hope. This morning, we are turning a corner in the grand story of God's plan to redeem his people and his world. We left off yesterday with God's people returning from living as slaves in exile to a home where the prophets remind them of God's love for them, of God's way of living, and of how easily and often they stray. As we arrive in the New Testament, in the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, the priest Zechariah, who is John the Baptist's father and Jesus' uncle, looks back over the long history of God's people to explain how God has been in the process of fulfilling his promise throughout all of it. And then he turns to the future. Then Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and he gave this prophecy, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear and in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. Today's chapter from the Jesus Story Book Bible begins telling the Nativity story with some questions. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people, just as he promised. But how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Again, those questions. How would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? These questions caught my attention and took me to some other questions posed in a contemporary Christmas song from a few decades back. Joseph is the speaker in these verses. Why me? I'm just a simple man of trade. Why him with all the rulers in the world? Why here inside this stable filled with hay? Why her? She's just an ordinary girl. Now, I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say. But this is such a strange way to save the world. How would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Indeed, the nativity sets in motion a strange way to save the world. I have mixed feelings about the Christmas season, a bit of a sentimentalist at heart. I'm a sucker for wonder and magic and nostalgia. And if you buy into the five love languages, gifts compete with words of affirmation for the top of my list. But I'm also aware that the story of the coming of Jesus, as we often tell it 2,000 years later, has lost its grit and edge and insurgent nature. And I really value honest perspective on our question, how would he come? Which takes us to Tim Keller's reflection in his book, Hidden Christmas. Christmas is the most unsentimental, realistic way of looking at life. It does not say, cheer up. If we all pull together, we can make the world a better place. The Bible never counsels indifference to the forces of darkness and it supports no illusion that we can defeat them ourselves. The message of Christmas is things are really bad and we can't heal or save ourselves. Things really are this dark. Nevertheless, there is hope because on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. 
There is light outside of this world, and Jesus has brought that light to us to save us. He is the light of the world. The Jesus Storybook Bible reminds us that the God who flung the planets into space and kept them whirling around and around, the God who made the universe with just a word, the one who could do anything at all when no one was looking in the darkness, he came to us as a baby. God has come to live with us. What a strange way to save the world indeed. Who else but a God of love would come to us that way? As we hope, City Church family, stay well and do good. Thank you.